I just want you to know Can't treat people like this I just want you to know Can't treat people like this I just want you to know Can't treat people like this I just want you to know Can't I just want you to know Can't I just want you to know Can't treat People like this We are here with Mr. McFly Live and direct He said he wants to tell us something Can I tell you a little bit about Britney? You with me? Just a little bit Okay I met her in the city, this city It's silly, but really We were just hanging like we used to Trading jokes And she'd look at me like tender I swear you got some screws loose What if I do? I think to myself as I think about you We were 16 sexting messages Shit is 10 and I'd send 16 messages And now that I'm out of credit I'd send a message I couldn't edit About how I didn't know where we were headed I was young, confident With dreams of living lavishly Three minutes kept us talking Truthfully and passionately And that's when she asked me if I thought she was prettier than Ashley um, The truth is, she was super fit But Ashley though I'm sorry I was young, superficial With dreams of living lavishly Boy Can you tell us a little bit more about Ashley? I always wanted to be Michael But couldn't get the title My mama read the Bible But I was no lead disciple See if I know See if they know If my road to absolution that I dreamt about a day ago Became paid with a solution These elixirs cushion indica Fat booty vivica And skinny tallity up Black Nubian queens from Namibia Corrupted and fucking up my melody The melody only attraction is this wedding ring I swear them girl damn man They fucking up the funk Fucking up the fun Fucking up my melody Right then and there her mom came yelling like she mad at me She's too good for you I knew it was true That's when his love turned to travesty Hey Sally, Brittany, and Ashley She said, his name is Tender His bro cheating as his dreams of living lavishly Oh wow You really messed up, didn't you? You really fucked up She was always talking like she's leaving Talking like she'll leave him in the Deep, darker than the night Darker than the evening Talking like I'm the type to leave that nigga sleeping. I be keen in this beamer for thinking he can see Nina. Fuck that nigga. I bet you never see me. Y'all better both duck, bob, and weave. Cause I'm out here pulling weaves like it's World Star. Is this World House? I don't know anymore. Guess it's your girls now. How are you still alive? I would have hunted you down. to Two Words with Taku. I'm Taku Mbudzi, recording this podcast in sunny Melbourne. And you have just heard from the wonderful Tender McFly and the amazing song Lavish, which eesh, it's still killing me. And I'm actually in the studio today with Tender McFly. Hello. Hey, hey, what's up? And the fabulous Z Music. Men's hot. Y- okay. <laughs> As you can hear. And 
And I have these beautiful people in my um, studio today because they are playing the brothers in my play, Joyolo. So you guys have probably heard me going on and on and on about it for the last few months. And I'm now recording chapters two and three. I've pretty much got all my voices. And these two fabulous men are playing the two brothers of the main characters. So today I wanted to sit with them because they are people who are inspiring me at the moment. And I'm curious wow. about them. <laughs> and we're going to just talk about writing, about spoken word, and just, I don't know, whatever else comes to mind. Yeah, sure. So I'm going to start with you, Tender. Yes. Tell us about Lavish. Like, what, what, hap what, what is it? <laughs> um, lavish. I don't know. It's kind of difficult to talk about. Um, I think a single track on my... Um, on my mixtape that I just released, which is called Memoirs. Um, and the reason why it's, uh, I guess, difficult to answer that question is because I try and, at least with my process, it's more about the entire message throughout the whole the whole thing rather than just an individual song. Mm -hmm. An individual song might just be trying to capture something that represents the whole thing, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so more broadly speaking, um, for me, Memoirs is just... Um, just growing up, like, um, I'm 27 now, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm 27 now, um, and, like, going back to what my music used to sound like, say, maybe five, uh, five years ago, it's definitely changed, um, I feel like I've grown to be more mature, um, I, it's so, like, listening to the whole thing, you get, like, um, grownish vibes like <laughs> yeah. but at the same time like you still get that youthful essence that i um that's still there because i'm in that space right now but at the same time like learning a little bit more about my responsibilities and everything else so yeah oh i just i just loved it um so for listeners um I met these guys at a spoken word event and I saw them perform and they just blew me away. And because I write poems as well, I loved the way you guys were performing them. Thank and you. you know, I mentioned to you guys on the phones on the phone about how I'm curious about what spoken word is because yeah. I've never associated myself <laughs> with that world and mm. I, I I don't know that I still do. Mm. Um, but it seems to be the thing in Melbourne. You know, spoken words. So, Z, maybe I might throw to you. Um, how how would you define spoken word, and who is it for? Um, well, I mean, I'm I'm still pretty young in my spoken word journey. Um, young in the sense that uh, one of the guys on the on the um, on the group, the Band of Brothers, he's the one that pulled the spoken word aspect of who I am creatively. Uh, he pulled it out of me through a bet. So I made a bet with him and said to mm -hmm. him, okay. um, if he won the Slammer Lama Ding Dong, I would become a poet. Wait, wait, what that is meant. that? What is the Slammer so Lama Ding Dong? The that Slam sounds so rude. <laughs> <laughs> the Slammer Lama Ding Dong is like, wow. The Slammer Lama Ding Dong is a, um, it's like a uh, spoken word competition that's run in Melbourne. Okay. Um, and basically the winners of that represent Australia in the U.S., um, at the spoken word competitions. Oh, so it's a yeah. real competition. So it's a, it's a real competition. It is a real competition. And um, yeah, Wani from the Band of Brothers uh, decided to enter it and I made a bet with him and obviously he won it. So <gasps> I needed oh, okay. to, to shop my pen. Um, so 
I mean, prior to that, I'd, I've I've worked as a as a, as a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, I've written um, a few rap songs myself, hip hop songs, um, and from there, um, there was a there was a there was one song that I, I had on my previous EP called "A Place Called Self," and I I'd written that uh, from a more of a reflective place, so it was more like a a spoken word instead of a rapped word if that makes any sense mm-hmm. um and when Wani heard that he's like I-, I reckon you should actually attempt to stop hiding behind the music and actually do spoken word because you can actually do it okay well let's actually play that right now and okay. then we'll come back and have a chat about it perfect nice like i said this is the bit where i put it in and it's playing <laughs> okay. people are dying <laughs> 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 I They just don't make no sense, I'm crying out. Sold out to the life while I taste the fame. You 
Okay, so uh, yeah, I loved it. And I'm trying to react how I originally reacted when I first heard it. <laughs> and guys, it's not working. So listeners, <laughs> I had already heard the song and I was almost in tears. Um, and I wanted you guys to hear it. So what I want to know is how long ago did you write that? And then how is your music or your performance stuff different today? Okay, um... To be honest, I don't I, I don't have an exact timeline, but I would say roughly about five years ago is when I wrote it. Okay. Um, and it's it's very interesting. I guess we'll get into it uh, a little later about my creative process, but um, I think what's what's evolved in my in my writing has more or less just been uh, through the maturity of understanding music, um, because I've I've kind of put myself through a crash course of learning a few different instruments. So I play I think about five instruments the last time I checked. Um, and the reason I picked those instruments was just so that I could get more into understanding of how to express certain aspects of um, my creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when it comes to writing, spoken word, or at least poetry has started to help me understand a little more about expressing those words emotionally, mm-hmm. um, because that was something that was lacking. I always used to hide behind the music. Um, and now being able to be exposed and talk about stuff that is personal to you and share them uh, with people uh, without having the backing of um, some instrumentation to, you know, to hide behind. It's you, I literally feel naked every time I'm on stage wow. doing it. Um, but I think I think within the Australian space, the, uh, the place where there's the, the, there's no no not many people of our color 
that are willing to be vulnerable with aspects of romance, um, race, um, religion, and basically just day-to-day struggles. There's not many people that want to be vulnerable in that sense. So that's that's how I've grown in the sense that I've kind of started to accept that this is life. And the more and more people that get to see the vulnerability on, on a platform um, and get to see it presented the way that we do it, um, kind of at least you know, uplifts them and kind of provides some sort of healing in that sense. Okay. So I, I think what I heard out of that was the vulnerability. Correct. Oh, so is that, that's a key element to spoken word. I still, I still feel like I haven't heard <laughs> a oh, definition man. from both of you. You know, how would you, to somebody who knows nothing of it, yeah. how would you, wow. what would you say <laughs> spoken word is because in um, my mind I always thought you have to be angry to no. to be a spoken word artist. That's why I was like, you can get that's, that, that is you can that get is that impression. I'm not angry enough. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, ten- that's that's one avenue. That's one thing. Yeah. So tender, what what are your thoughts around um, spoken you know? word? Um, quite simply, is just poetry written with the intention of being performed. Okay. Um, at least from the way that um, I look at it, and I think. Also, yeah, I, I think I think that's yeah, I like that with. actually. Yeah. That's quite yeah. that's quite clean and simple. <laughs> very very precise. You write a poem <laughs> and then you perform it. Yeah. yeah, and then that could be anything, and poetry yeah. can be anything. Yeah. Emotions and performance can exactly. be anything. Yeah. Okay, but right. it, it is really also the performance aspect of it. Some people are, are good writers, but they don't. It, they might write their stuff um, for it to be read rather than actually being performed. So. I think there's there is a huge difference there that also needs to be recognized. Okay. Yeah. This is so fascinating to me. <laughs> really, you have no idea. So, how do you how do you introduce yourselves? I'm curious. So, mm. hi, yeah. I'm Tender. I'm a rapper and poet. Okay. Hi, I'm Z. I'm a I'm a creative. <laughs> hi, I'm Taku. I'm a Oh, it depends on the time of the day, <laughs> exactly. really, you know? At the moment, I'm saying I'm a TV producer in the making. Wow. Yeah. Speak it. Yeah. Speak it and it will be. I'm claiming it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right. Now, I'm curious about the actual writing process mm-hmm. because it's a big part of my world. Uh, so, on my podcast, it's all about writing. So, yeah. technical writing, creative writing, comedy writing, business. I'm always writing words, pen mm. and paper, etc. And mm. I'm fascinated by how people's words go from their brain to out. Mm. So, for me, I like pen and paper. Mm. And so, yeah, I'm actually curious about what do you use to write your words? Um, Evernote you know, and my Blackberry. Okay. Yeah, you heard that yeah. right. He still has a BlackBerry. Yeah, yeah actually, who? He, who? Who in this day and age has a BlackBerry? Like, gosh. Just a few cool people. Like. Oh, okay. Wow, I feel sorry for you, man. Okay. Uh, you guys can just, you know, go on being sheep. And <laughs> BlackBerry. That's that's oh, okay. what people with BlackBerry say. Look, I'm not I'm not judging you much. <laughs> All right. And what about? When do you write your best stuff? When do you feel like you write your best stuff? So I, I write, I write. Normally, it comes to me like in the mornings or late at night at weird times, and then sometimes just um, sort of passing thoughts that are being written in my brain, and then in the morning or at night, then they'll come out on paper. So, what's that like for you? When do you feel like, ish, I'm on fire? When you write, if and I hope I don't lose my job, but I, I probably write better <laughs> when I'm at work. <laughs> 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 um, okay. it's funny I think I think 
I've got I've got a like my um so I I've I don't know if you've ever heard of a condition called uh, synesthesia where um some people smell and they smell in colors. Oh yeah, um, you have that? So I kind of I kind of hear music um in colors. Like I oh. see it as colors, yeah. Um and often because I work with my headphones on a song will come on and all of a sudden like I've got this euphoric experience and that inspires um something. Um, but w- I mean, I usually write stuff in my head before I actually put it down. Mm-hmm. So my projects exist two years before they're actually out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I already know what I want to do with my next project because I've already got the concept and the idea and the colors already mapped up in my head. Um, it's not just a matter of finding the right pieces to put it together. Um, so I guess in short, it kind of just depends on what happens in this in the moment like a conversation could spark uh an experience that's euphoric in that sense um and no i don't sit there look like looking like as if i'm high on something what about um uh, gosh you guys i have so many questions yeah. honestly fire away um okay. what about when you're writing Okay, th- that question is gone. Ah, oh, damn it, it was so good. Um, how do I ask this? Okay, so do you do you feel like writing is your natural gift or like a God-given talent or is it something that you've learned? So when you're writing, do you feel any sort of spiritual divine inspiration? Because I know for me, when I get into flow sometimes, you, ha- you know how people get into yeah. flow. Sometimes things will come together that I I haven't thought about, or like the words just just something happens. So I I'm curious if you think that that's some like writing or putting words together is a gift people have, or you can learn it. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I think that um, I think it's a gift. Um, I don't think everyone has the capacity <laughs> no, that sounds really bad <laughs> that sounds really bad but i think like there's i think there's different levels to it i think for um the people who are like you know extremely talented some of the people that i look up to i i can't imagine that like they would have had to learn everything that they had to do obviously there's um there's times for you to um actually develop your skills um, and learn new ways to be able to craft things, but your ideas um, and the way that you interpret the world around you, I feel like that's something that's quite unique. Your level of introspection and the way that you look at the world as well, I think that's something that that can only be translated by you and no one else can really teach you to pay more attention to that like, you know, a little bit of your relationship that you might want to talk yeah. about or um, or perhaps maybe some that's going on around the world. It, that's just on you and what, what your interests are. Yeah. We're, we're, we're literal brothers because we always say the opposite thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just bad. I'm sitting here going, oh, man, that's the complete opposite to what I think. I think, I think, I think, I think, everyone has the capacity to express themselves in um, in any form of art, however you define art. Um, when it comes to poetry, 
um, I think there's a misconception that poetry is uh, words that rhyme or that kind of are written in a particular way. But if you if you grew up writing um, stories at school, then you you write poetry. Um, but it's just something that hasn't been put into a, ca a category that fits into what we would classify as the norm. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason I say that is, like, I grew up in Zimbabwe, and uh, majority of what I do now didn't fit into what the school system kind of said, right? So um, my teachers in high school told me that I wasn't intelligent mm -hmm. enough to study IT, but I've just recently graduated with a master's in IT. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> and I, um, I, I never used to get high grades in storytelling, but I write music and I write stories in the music that people actually come and listen to. Um, so I, f I find it, I, I mean, having that um, lived experience, I find it very difficult to deny somebody the opportunity to express themselves creatively um, because there's a creative channel in anyone. Wh whether you work um, as a bricklayer or you work as, as somebody that has a nine-to-five job there is a creative aspect because when you get paid a paycheck they're paying you for your intellect and your ability to be creative mm -hmm. but it's not creative in the sense that you're not you know um up on stage or doing something so mm -hmm. i think creative channels are expressed in any different ways um whether you're in an office job that's your poetry yeah. yeah, that is your poetry. That's so. that's yeah. really beautiful. Yeah, it is really yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that's it makes I, you sound like a bad I know, guy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both, both of us are like, no, okay, no. well, that was awkward. Um, <laughs> nah, so but. everybody has a gift. That's <laughs> what you know, we're all creative. But uh, you know what? It, it yeah. is actually true. So everybody, yeah, everybody does. Like I, 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 some, I, 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 I don't deny the fact that, yeah. like, you know, people um, can write something. Yeah. I think that you can. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, the statement goes right. Everybody has armpits, but not all of them smell nice, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like, like think about so. it this way. I can play basketball, but like, I'm not can, I? can I? Like, can yeah. I really? <laughs> True. Are you, are you trying to take a dig at me? He's trying to take a dig at me. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, we're going to come back here. Let, let's, okay, so, so, yeah, um, Okay, so now I'm curious about how you find it collaborating with other writers because you guys have got this collective called the Band of Brothers. Mm. Band of Brothers. Which is what I saw. I think the, the night that I saw you was the Afro first Hub, time yeah. you all performed together. Yeah. And... Um, there was just a real beautiful synergy b between all four of you and how different you are and how um, unique your stories are, your personalities. Mm. But then it just seemed really beautiful. Mm. And I know for me personally, making this radio play, I had to work with other writers and creative people. And it's been confronting sometimes yeah, because right. your ego needs to be like, wait a minute, this is for everybody. Oh, and yeah. um, also it's been really humbling as well because then people have contributed things that I would just never have thought. And so I'm enjoying this whole collaborative yeah. element yeah. of the storytelling because it's no longer my story. It's our story. Yeah. So I'm yeah. curious how you yeah. guys find it working with other writers or storytellers, poets. Yeah. What's that like for you? I don't know. I think like for me, like I think what you said, I probably like resonates with me a lot. Like, um, being a member of the band of brothers, it's it's been somewhat of a challenge for me um, in terms of like the way that I actually write things. Like for me, writing is like 
my writing can be deeply narcissistic. (laughs) 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 Yes. I'm just being honest. Like, it can be deeply narcissistic. I'll be writing and I'll be like, shit, this is fire. Wow. I love that. Hey, you're Uh, honest. Nah. Yeah. And... (laughs) <laughs> this is probably gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> Lots of trouble. You're amongst, <laughs> amongst family. Uh, nah. nah. So, <laughs> no, I'm so. I'm making mental notes of this. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So, so the reason why I've said all of that is just because, um, it's it has been a challenge, and I've been finding myself um, trying to figure out like where I actually sit within the group in terms of like how I um, express myself and how I do things like say for example like they might have like writing sessions I've never written with like anyone in the room before mm-hmm. so I'll just like just be sitting there like nodding my head I was like yeah, I'll come back <laughs> yeah. yeah and like it's it's all part of like a learning process but in but in saying that I'm trying to challenge myself more and um put myself in more confronting situations so that i can actually write things um uh that that the whole uh, that that will have that synergy that you do see on stage um Mm -hmm. when we actually go present our stuff so yeah yeah and i think i think one of the thing the key word for me is uh safe like um if i feel safe around the people that i'm with then it's easier for me to be creative because I, I still I'm I'm still kind of learning about my awkwardness when it comes to creativity, mm-hmm. um, and um, there's there's only a few people that I actually do collaborate with, and the Battle Brothers um, uh, constitute a large portion of them, um, and it's it's more or less just I think what's really worked for us has been identifying our strengths early, and just appreciating each other's space, mm-hmm. so. Sometimes, um, like we, you, you've got Wani, Neil, and myself who will sit down. If like we have this piece that we wrote, where Neil recited, had written it and recited it, and it just sparked the inspiration straight away um, in Wani and I. And we literally wrote it right there and then. Mm-hmm. And Tender's like, "No, I'll come back." And nobody put pressure on him. Everybody's like, "Oh crap!" Like now, Tender's gonna come with with fire. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, <laughs> I need to, I need to step Read it up. It. I need yeah. to step it up. Yeah. And that's that's another thing as well. Like when when you're when you're when you're in a safe environment, it's easier for people to push you to grow, because mm. um, you're only as fast as your slowest horse when you're in a group setting. And um, when we started, I was the slowest horse. I w- I'd never done spoken word before, and within a space of a week. Like, I remember when we did our first rehearsal, mm-hmm. I recited some stuff, and everybody just looked at me with these looks. It's like, oh, man, is this so really... Wait, so, wait, so why did they even ask you if, they, if you were really Well, they believed. Kind of like, they oh, believed. they believed. They believed. They believed. Yeah, they believed. Oh, they believed. that good old belief. <laughs> yeah, they, they believed. And, like, the, the look on their faces was just like, wow. And then I went and I wrote three brand new pieces, and I came back to... Uh, and I think I only performed them at the, at the, um, uh, at the night, and everyone was like, What? And like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. what you gonna what you do gonna do now, now? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and it's great, like that yeah. like there's always banter like if you follow our social media I'm I'm always I'm the one who instigates everything <laughs> so I'm always picking on people and that's because we we kind of have that synergy um, and it's always that competitive nature um, within a healthy space yeah um, but I think he's being really humble he was a standout performer that night yeah really you were yeah. you were and well <laughs> if you must say so. Oh. <laughs> But you know what's so nice is that you guys can make those jokes 
because mm. your stuff is good. If it wasn't, I would be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. But yeah. genuinely, yeah. And, and, you know, that is what has made me want to work with you guys. Yeah. I don't know how much more beyond this. I, mm. I feel like more mm. because that was the main thing. Your mm. appreciation for your words and words, story, words, story, mm. words. Mm. And then also telling a different kind of narrative about being... Zimbabweans in Australia yeah. or yeah. Um, you know creative people who are Zimbabwean mm -hmm. and you know that's a whole different game yeah. and then yeah. being you know young people who are Zimbabwean in Australia you yeah. know just yeah. when I saw you and I listened to you I felt like you are my brothers and yeah. you are mm -hmm. and so to be able to involve you and invite you into this story yeah. in some way is exciting because um, I have a good feeling about something. Yeah. So yeah. I always trust my gut around <laughs> yeah. these things. So thank and you so I, I much think, for... I think, I think it goes even beyond the aspect of uh, being Zimbabweans in the creative space because when you look at the makeup of the group, we've got two Zimbabweans, uh, one um, Congolese and one um, First Nation Australian. Mm -hmm. um, and the heart behind it is beyond the words that we speak on stage, but it's just to change the, the outlook of who we are. Because I think um, the narrative that has been spoken for so many years has just not really painted us in the right light. Um, and the pieces that we often choose to sp uh, to present on stage um, try and you know challenge that 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 thinking. Mm -hmm. um, and the synergy that we present on stage isn't necessarily to you know be boastful or whatever, but it's just to show that atmosphere of love. Really, yeah. um, our, our our gigs so far I've I've experienced has that just been. When, when everybody's sitting down and they're listening, like you can actually, it's saturated with love. It's just like, you are safe here. We are, we are happy that you are here and it's just like the most amazing feeling ever. So I think, I think beyond the words, it's, it's that, that story, um, the narrative just needs to be changed in that sense. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> so good. Okay, so I guess sort of having to end this interview, which is killing me to do, <laughs> um, or just, I want to ask, what is so? What is the dream for you, Tender McFly? Tender and then Z will ask you the same thing. So, what is what is the dream, or what is what are you aspiring to? Is there anything that you um, want to throw out? Or <laughs> uh, for me, I don't know. I don't <laughs> so, as far as my um, music and poetry are concerned. Um, I just want to keep doing more. Um, at last year, I wasn't doing as much as I would have liked to. I was spending more time um, focusing on other things, which I also thought were important, but I've sort of looked at my priorities and um, recalibrated a few things, and that's where memoirs came from. Um, and, um, and now I'm just like working towards um, a doing my own show in November. Um, and if I can pull that off and all the ideas yes. that I have for that, I think, I think I'd be hugely. So what, what help would you need? What do you, what do you need to pull it off? <laughs> no, I'm asking cause you just don't know <laughs> who's is, listening. And, it. and that's this why I'm asking. It. That's why this I'm asking. It. You don't know. Dream chases. Whoever's out there is going to have a bank account. <laughs> what, do, what do you need? Um, I need people to come through. Um, that's that's pretty much all I need. Like um, for the most part, I feel like I'm somewhat of an unknown entity in Melbourne, 
Um, oh, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. You think you're unknown? <laughs> you're in an interview. <laughs> in some respects, I feel like I'm an unknown entity in Melbourne because I did, for the, when I was growing up, I was doing most of everything that I did in Brisbane and most of my content I, re- um, I did in Brisbane and I did most of my shows there. So um, having moved to Melbourne and now having decided that I'm going to do this and do this again and I'm going to do it right. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm in, I'm in that space right now. So. Oh, isn't that the best? Yeah. And I, I literally, that's the same story. Move mm. from Perth to come here. Same. I'm mm. like an unknown. Mm. But look at me finding other unknowns and we're mm. making magic and yeah. we're doing all these cool <laughs> things. And You're becoming so known unknowns. Yeah, we're, we are known unknowns <laughs> who it. will be known. There you yeah. go. Um, so where do people find you, Tender, so they can know you? Um, they can find me on Instagram. My handle is TenderCanFly. And they can find me on um, Facebook as well. It's Tender McFly. And if you still have MySpace, I'm sure there's... Oh, my... No, please. (laughs) (laughs) The Blackberry and MySpace, I want. You see, see, like, this dude... Yeah, he's ancient. He's ancient. (laughs) All right. And and what about you, Z? What's the dream? And what help do you need? And where do people find you? Um, I I think my purpose... Um, and this is something that I'm kind of growing into now, but my purpose is more or less just to um, let the let the inner inner child continue to dream. Um, I know growing up, I had a lot of I I, I just always had crazy ideas. Um, I used to sit um, on our uh, balcony and imagine there was a sea of people and I was playing piano, um, and. I've never really let go of those dreams, not because being in front of a lot of people is what matters, but being able to share um, those stories um, and being able to create that synergy where people actually uh, reach out and go for what's on their heart. Um, I I tend to try and do that with everything that I do, um, and I'm hoping through that, like as people read my story and watch what I do, they can in turn go and reach out for what they want. Um, I've started to form an opinion that in this day and age, with with the way that the world is structured, we we're kind of in a different form of slavery. <laughs> mm. um, not to, not to get any deep, um, but <laughs> well, yeah. this at the yeah, end. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> 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 yeah, if you he want to find out more d- about my thoughts, you can follow me on. He just drops the word slavery at the end, like <laughs> boom. 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 Um, okay, now, so no, we're not, we, we won't we, go there. We won't there get any now. deeper. No. We won't go there now. Yeah. But. Um, I think I think it's I think it's important um, to always feel like you're doing the things that you love. Mm. Um, and my dad always says, uh, "Do the things you love, so you can love the things you're doing." Um, and being somebody that's kind of struggled with a lot of mental mental health stuff, um, I've kind of started to appreciate that statement a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I try and make sure that I allocate my time to the things that I love doing. Um, and hence I'd love to be able to share those things with, with people so they can love the things that they do as well. Um, so my, that's, that's literally, um, my dream. I don't know how it's going to be achieved. Um, when it comes to, if there's anything I need, it's just, you don't have to listen to my music, but if you yourself have something on your heart that you've been sitting on for however long and you just start to make inroads to achieving that, for me, that is beyond anything that I could ever say on the microphone. 
Mm. And that's that's my dream. Mm, you guys are preaching. Oh, it's, so, <laughs> it's just so beautiful. Um, so, so many feels. All right. So where do people find you? Um, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, Facebook. Um, I don't really use Twitter, but if you want to follow and get my Twitter numbers up, it's all Z music, Z-I-I music, M-U-S-I-C, all one word. <laughs> I almost forgot how to spell music. Smell. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, ooh, you're on radio. <laughs> He's wonderful. Um, He's a poet who can spell. <laughs> I can't spell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you, c- you can find me on, on um, all the social medias. Um, we've we've also got our own band or brothers page mm-hmm. and that's band of brothers with the a z not er at the end um be sure to check that out um there's lots of stuff happening towards the end of the year summer is is going to be very interesting summer for everyone um tender said he's got his project coming out in november i'm personally excited about it he's shared his ideas and yeah it's going to be very very interesting because it's going to be competitive because now everybody's good. Like he's gonna set the bar for yeah. some for someone. Yeah. That's no, literally let, it. Let the bar like the be bar set. is just gonna be set, <laughs> the and everyone's gonna be like, "What?" Bar is that's about that's to be it. Yeah. And he I'll thinks he's unknown. Just give one hint. It's gonna yeah. be a secret show as well. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> you see, there you go. <laughs> can, can I be <laughs> there in you go. on the secret? Um, like I'm can, technically man, media or something. Media pass. If your ears are catching this, you might be in on the secret. <laughs> okay well look honestly it has been so good mm. chatting to you guys you know we tried to end off what 10 minutes ago as you can see there's definitely some fire here yeah. and it's wonderful uh thank you for being part of my story and to all the listeners uh yes joyolo chapters two and three will drop during mental health week because again i want to try and highlight that you know telling your story can help heal a lot of things yeah uh so i will let you know when they are dropping when and where and then also i'm going to put the links to all of tender mcfly and z music's amazing stuff on the blog post and if you are curious about me and my adventures you can find me at taku.com.au and on instagram and twitter i am at taku speaks but yeah thanks for listening and we're going to end with a cool song from one of these guys i'll I'll find one. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening yeah. and see you next time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> uh. It's a new dawn, a new day, and a new life. New life. And it's moonlight, and the hue like it's me here and my new wife. As I stand beside her, trying to figure out if I'll do right. Will I prove that I'm a new man in a new life? Uh-huh. Is everybody here? Yo. I gotta know, is everybody here for me? It's funny when everyone you started with is everyone you parted with. If somebody had told me that this was meant for me, I'd tell them I didn't have the heart for it. Or the stomach, but the point is I wouldn't have a part for it. I'm from the land of the wolves, I'm also so compulsive And I'm trying to find my truth in my search for justice Is it just for me to know some won't even know what love is yet alone Won't even know, they won't even feel what love is yet alone Won't even know, they won't even see what love is But I try to live a life that I can exist without it I can, But these days I can stand on a stand and I can scream about it I can stand on a stand and tell you things about it I can stand on a stand but I tell you please don't doubt me Nothing above me. Love.
Love. Love. I do the most when I'm high. Definitely when I'm lifted, even worse when I drink. Especially when it's spirits. Most when I'm high. Definitely when I'm lifted, even worse when I drink. Especially when it's spirits. I smoke a little, drink a little, smoke a little, drink a little, smoke a little, drink a little. Uh, I like to smoke, drink, smoke and drink. I like to smoke, drink, smoke and drink. I like Nikki and Trinity and Tommy and Drink. I like smoking in the park, just thinking about a lot. The anxiety. The uncertainty, the sobriety requires higher me. I like society, drink, the uncertainty, drink, I like society, drink, higher me, drink, I like Nikki and Trinity and Tommy and Drink, I like sitting in the park, just thinking about a lot. The anxiety, the uncertainty, the sobriety requires higher me. The anxiety, the uncertainty, the sobriety requires higher me. The anxiety. The uncertainty, the sobriety, requires higher me.